This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this uh, young lady back. She's uh, District 24 Republican in the great state of Texas. It's Beth Van Dyne. Uh, Representative, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Working hard, but doing well up here. Well, there's a lot of hard work to do because uh, not only where you are in Washington, but also here in Texas, we've got such a major problem. I've got 16 stations, I think, in Texas, and we're in the San Antonio area, as you know. And um, as bad as it is around the country, and this is affecting everybody, the border crisis here in Texas it's, you know, times a million. It's unbelievable that so many people are coming across. And we've got people like Mayorkas and Biden and, and Corrine Jean-Pierre acting like they're not. What, what, is there a real disconnect or do they know how bad it is? They're just lying about it. What do you think is going well, on? I mean, that's great. I mean, that's a great question. Is this because of absolute incompetence or is it on purpose? Right. When you hear people like Chuck Schumer talking about the ultimate goal is to bring as many people here illegally and to give them the option to vote the opportunity to vote, you start thinking this is not just because of incompetence, but this is their plan being fulfilled. And, you know, it's very difficult to try to have this discussion with people who are okay with what's happening. And when you think about the partnership that the Biden administration is basically having with the drug cartels, with sex traffickers, and how we are empowering, how they are um, um, in not just empowering, but helping yeah. them. You know, they are giving them free reign at our border. You've seen 107,000 people who have died as a result of fentanyl. And where is fentanyl produced? China. It's not just problems in our, uh, their southern border with people coming over, but it's also where they're, they're getting those drugs from and how many people are being affected by it. And we do have the tools. We have the opportunity to stop it. But again, I mean, what we're seeing is narco slavery in our own country. Yeah. You know, you've got little kids now who are being found in meatpacking plants in the Midwest who are working, you know, the graveyard shift. You're seeing people who are literally dying um, as a result of being overworked in illegal marijuana fields in the West. Um, all of this is happening as a result of the Biden administration really ignoring it, turning it, uh, turning a, a, its back to it, but also empowering and helping it. You know, and they claim to be the compassionate side, and they're not. Everything you just said is verifiably true. Plus, you've got rape trees where little girls and women and even some boys, I guess, are being raped in their underwear, uh, hanging on trees on the other side of the border. These cartels are getting the assist from the Biden administration. Is it as simple, Representative, as going back to what Trump was doing? It was working. If they just said, you know what, we're going to go back to where the policies were on January 19th of 2021 to see if that'll work. Would that work? Well, actually, if they enforce the the laws that are on the books right yeah. now, you know, according to people like Tom Homan, 
you could get control of the borders within, in, within 30 days. It's as if they're taking every single tool out of the toolbox that works on purpose. Um, and that's not simply incompetence. That is a that is that is planned. Um, when they have had discussions with people who were already in you know, Customs and Border Patrol, already working with Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, who told them when they took over, these are the tools that are working. This is the effect that they have had. We have you know, control of our borders. We can have people who are coming over. We're not having these massive amounts of people that are overwhelming our, overwhelming our CBP folks because we're having them apply from Mexico or we're having them apply from the first country that they come to. Um, we are turning them away. We're not just sending them in for an unknown period of time right. freely to come into our country. Those were tools that were working. Those were policies that were already established that were in place. This administration is just taking away. They're taking the the ability for even immigration and customs enforcement to be able to work on, on keeping communities safe. And I know when I used to be mayor of the city of Irving, we had a great partnership with immigration and customs enforcement when we would stop people who were committing crimes if they were not able to prove that they were here legally. We contacted ICE. We detained them. They came, they interviewed him. They were found to be in our country illegally. They were deported. Right. And at one point in time, we had more people deported out of the city of Irving than any other city per capita. And in, instead of the great you know, mass exodus, which the New York Times predicted from my city, it actually we became one of the fifth safest cities in the country. We became one of the fastest growing cities in the country because businesses wanted to come where people wanted to live. Right. And people want to live in safe communities that have the rule of law, that they feel like they can move in and have their kids be able to go to school and get there safely, where people can have jobs and their, you know, their businesses aren't being constantly overrun, you know, with 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 a criminal intent. That's what happens when you enforce your laws and we're not seeing it happening right now. And, and we need to see it happen again. I mean, Biden signed a bunch of uh, executive orders when he came when he took office, just canceling. Yeah. So many things that were really working. It's U.S. Representative uh, Texas District 24, Representative Beth Van Dyne. We appreciate you coming on. That's the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You said the airport's right there, right? Yep, right. And DFW airport's right in the middle of the district. Very good. So um, as as I listened to what you said, uh, it was all perfectly right. But I want to add one other thing. In South Florida, that's where I grew up, uh, we had the Mariel boat lift in 1980. And it was Fidel Castro just sending anybody and everybody he cleared out his prisons and sent them all to Miami. What they did was they built a, a detention center, the Chrome de- Detention Center, and everybody who came here illegally had to stay there till we could properly vet them, find out what the story was, send them back a- a- as soon as we possibly could. And that was a-, a clear signal. That was a sign, don't do it. If you do it, you're not going to be able to just come in. And the rules, the international rules of asylum, I thought, Representative, were you stop in the first free country where you get away from the so-called persecution you're running from, that first country in many cases would be Mexico. So why aren't they staying there? What makes them think they have the right to come here? And why would Democrats build magnets to make that happen? Well, again, you know, as as I mentioned at the beginning, why would they have it? Because they believe that they're making the next generation of voters. They believe that everybody coming in this country illegally is going to vote Democrat. I mean, that is the purpose. That seems to be the motivation. At the same time, they're turning their back on the human suffering that they're creating, and not just for immigrants who are coming in here illegally, you know, working in narco slavery, um, but also for the families of, of, of people who are affected by the crime, by yes. people who are affected by the fentanyl. So that's why they're doing it. Um, but Why are they stopping in Mexico? Um, Mexico is no longer helping. When we had the remain in Mexico policy, that was as a res- direct result of folks like Mike Pompeo from the last administration getting down there and being very serious in conversations. If you are not partnering with the U.S. and if you are not helping us to protect our borders, 
you know, there's aid that we provide you. There are other benefits to a positive U.S.-Mexico relationship that we are going to deny you unless you help us protect our borders. We don't see that under this president. As you mentioned, one of the first things he did was start taking off all the policies that were working and said, hey, we're going to stop the remain in Mexico policy. So, you know, Mexico benefits when when people that they would prefer not to stay in their country go to the U.S. So, you know, and again, you're having the drug cartels that are making money hand over fist. You're having the human traffickers, you know, that have now turned into a multi-billion dollar industry. All of the destruction of our country and our communities. How did it make you feel when you saw Obrador maybe a month ago thank Joe Biden for not building even a meter of wall? He like like gave Joe Biden an award for not protecting his own country and his own border. I found that to be so very weird. Well, I'll tell you, it's telling. When yeah. you've got a, a, a country that's that's thanking us, hey, thank you for taking folks that we don't want in right. our country. Thank you for you know for having those open borders and thank you for not enforcing your laws. You know, who was benefiting from it? It's obviously Mexico is benefiting from it. And and again, it's, it's hurting our country. And, you know, I would I would ask, you know, Biden, come talk to the people in, in, in my district right. who have been directly affected by this. Go, go, go talk to the people that you claim to represent. You're representing Americans. You are not representing any other country. Start acting like it. Stop demonizing American businesses. Stop demonizing Americans who follow your, your laws. Stop that and recognize the exceptionalism in our, in our country. Yeah. Respect it. Um, we just don't have an, a, a president right now who's doing that, a cabinet who's doing that. And quite honestly, many liberals that I work with every single day in Congress just don't have that amount of respect and, and recognition of, of this country's value. Well, they either don't want us to be exceptional or they don't believe that we are. It's Beth Van Dyne, District 24 Republican, great state of Texas. You mentioned fentanyl. The precursors are coming from China. Can we stop it from coming from China? I don't know what kind of leverage we have, maybe through trade. I have no clue. But stop it from coming from China. And certainly, can't we go after the drug cartel? So it's a two-part question. Can we stop it from coming from China? Well, absolutely. There are definitely levers that you could use um, um, with China, whether or not that's with trade relationships, whether or not that's with other relationships that we've got. But you could definitely stop it. But probably the best way of being able to stop it is empower our people at our Customs and Border Patrol. I know Democrats keep saying, well, it's, it's passing through you know your major um, entryways into the country. But unfortunately, because our resources are, are human resources that are down on the border are not there being able to do their job. Instead, they're acting as cab drivers and as babysitters. Yeah. They are being pulled off doing that job of being able to check those, those um, trucks that are coming through and cars that are coming through that contain these illegal drugs. They're not able to do their job right now. But if they were put back to where they belong, which is what was working before, we would actually have an attempt. Now, you asked about the drug cartels. First of all, we need to be able to name them as terrorist organizations, as as terrorist organizations. Let me put that one more time. Treat them like we did ISIS. Let us have our military tools to go after them. They are no friend of the Mexican government, even though in some cases they are more powerful than the Mexican government. Right. So allow us the tools to be able to do that, and that is by changing how we look at drug cartels. Um, we could do that if we wanted to. Well, why wouldn't we do that? We, we, who's saying don't call them terrorist organizations? They clearly are. Well, right now we're having the discussion in Congress. We've got a Texas border bill 
um, that clearly does that. We've got a number of other bills that are being uh, introduced right now in Congress that would be able to change the name and, and consider them terrorist organizations. But in addition to that, you also have to look at other things as part of our, our Texas border plan. One, turning people away. It's amazing how that message gets across that everybody who comes in is not being allowed into our country. Right. Everybody comes to our border that is not able to apply for asylum and lawfully be able to get in our country is sent back. Allow people to be able to apply for asylum from their first safe country that they go to. Set up the infrastructure that's going to be necessary for CBP to be able to do their jobs efficiently and effectively. There are plans in place right now that we could do that. But again, you had two years, four years under Democrat one-party rule yes. to be able to get this done, and they've ignored it, and the problem has only exasperated. But we could do that. We have the plans in place right now. But if the laws on the books right now were followed, if they were enforced, you would see a lot more orderly rule at the border and not this this mass amount of illegal immigration that we have right now. District 24 Republican, great state of Texas, Beth Van Dyne. Um, let me ask you about, about using drones to strike the, the cartels. Lindsey Graham says and does a lot of things I'm not necessarily a fan of, but uh, he wants it to look at this as a war. It truly is. They're, they they are processing or prosecuting a war against us. As you said, if they were ISIS or Al-Qaeda or Boko Haram, we would take them out. It doesn't matter that it's a sovereign nation. It could be in Yemen. It could be in, in any place, Pakistan. It could be in Afghanistan. We would still take them out because it, it, would, it would make the people there safe and it would also stop the, the drive to kill Americans worldwide. These people are killing Americans, you said over 100,000 a year uh, just by fentanyl poisoning. Yes, why, why wouldn't we take them out? I, I, if it was my choice, we absolutely would. Yeah. I mean, we absolutely would. You, yeah, I cannot define, I cannot describe, and I can definitely not um, um, defend the decision not to do that because you're absolutely right. If you think about how many people died on 9-11 and then you multiply that <laughs> almost every day, how many people that we are seeing being affected right. just by fentanyl alone, and we're not taking action? It, how it's is crazy. that possible? How is that possible? And again, the answers are there. They're either willfully ignoring them or they are purposefully ignoring them. And, and I would argue it's probably a little bit of both. It's amazing to watch because it, it, you wouldn't believe that it were real. If, if, if we didn't live, live here in Texas, especially, it's real. There are people dying across the border. There is no humanitarian reason to continue to put these families at risk, these little boys and girls at risk who are coming here. There's no legitimate reason to keep putting the people who live on this side of the border right there. They, they, they can't even defend their homes. There's a guy in Arizona who's facing charges for killing somebody who's illegally in the country. Um, at the end how of the day, you, go ahead. How do you debate? How do you debate with people who don't see narco slavery as a problem, who don't see 107,000 people who have lost, who have lost their lives to fentanyl as a problem? And what we've heard from, from, from some on, in the Twitter universe is, well, it's their fault for being hooked on drugs. By the way, fentanyl is being laced in, in everything, you know, from every type of drug, including Adderall. You know, students who have not normally ever taken drugs can get this stuff illegally. And you can die by taking it one time. One time. And they're making it more attractive by making it different colors. I mean, they're they literally... Exactly. Yeah. They're literally targeting our kids and yeah. we're not willing to do anything. I just, I can't make it a, a, a something rational in my head. I've got five daughters. God forbid they ever got a hold of, of one of these pills. That'd be nuts. And it's, and again, we, we are not, uh, we're not talking about people who are like, let me buy some fentanyl. 
These are people who are taking Percocet or, as you said, Adderall. Now, I'm not here to say do any drugs, but to ever put the blame on us doesn't make any sense because we know that they're purposely poisoning us. They're not trying to make money by, by getting drugs across the border, which is bad enough, drugs that people won't die taking. They're literally pushing poison across the border on purpose. Yeah, and you've got an administration that's partnering with them. That's partnering with them. It's crazy. It's uh, Representative Beth Van Dyne. At the time that we have remaining, let me ask you very quickly about the, the recent attacks of the Atlanta police facility. Police have been under, under attack in this country since Obama took office. Basically, that's when the turn started happening. Police are bad. Police are looking to kill people, um, uh, defund the police, and so on. And then they try to say that you Republicans try to defund police, which is just hysterical because it never happened. But you've got a facility that's being built there, and you've got people who weren't protesting. Even the big media is calling them protests, protests that got out of hand, protests that turned violent. No, these people are only there to bring violence on that facility because they just don't want it there. And these are people from Antifa that are showing up from way far away from Atlanta to start this trouble. What are your thoughts on this? I, I think people who commit crimes need to be punished. I think people, regardless of their political affiliation, if you are trying to blow up a building, if you are trying to shoot police and attacking police, you need to be arrested and the full power of the law needs to be used against you. Those people do not need to be walking on our streets. I don't care what political affiliation you are, but we need to be consistent. Criminals should not be on our streets. We need to support and supply with resources law enforcement who are doing their job, which is protecting our citizens, protecting our communities. And you see a party right now that not only is attacking police, but is is happy to, to have their own security that they can afford at taxpayer dollar, by right. the way, in some instances that are completely hypocritical. But I would love for the mainstream media, not just shows like yours, but all of the mainstream media yeah. to be able to give that the attention that it's due, not to have bombs going off, fires in buildings and saying, oh, it's a mostly peaceful protest. Remember that? Yeah. Remember? They did it. It was, it was nuts. <laughs> Not what they're telling you. Believe what you see. And when you see people like this attacking our police and then you find out who they are and why the liberal media is pulling it or pushing it under the rug, we need to wake up around here. And, and yeah. I think the majority of people have. They do not want to live in crime-ridden streets. They don't want to feel safe, uh, not safe in their homes. They want to know that their kids are going to come home um, without without being harassed or, or, or being given drugs that are going to kill them. Those things are important. Yeah. To, I don't care where you live. I don't care what, what country you live in. But we should be priding that in the United States. Our our law enforcement is really important. And they, have, they need the tools necessary, but they also need the respect from our lawmakers. Yeah, they are yeah. law enforcers. We are the lawmakers, and we need to make sure that we're showing them respect. Yeah, why make laws if you're not going to enforce them? And you need That's somebody right. out there to keep us safe and secure on the streets because you guys can't it's do it from Congress. Sense. Stop that. Stop that. Yeah, exactly right. It's uh, Beth Van Dyne. She's District 24 Republican, great state of Texas. Love having you back on. Let's do it again soon, okay? Thank you for coming on. Great to see you. Okay. Thank you very much for what you do. Thank you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, 
to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have uh, Representative Beth Van Dyne on the program. Next hour will be Bethany Mandel. She's written a book about, about protecting our youth from this very strange movement in this country to try to sexualize them, to try to confuse them, to try to devalue them. And uh, we get into all the details on that. She also homeschools her five kids. And we talk a little bit about how you can think about doing that too. The Joe Pag Show, coming right back. Stay here. This is The Joe Pag Show.